Hi, parents. It's Robin McMahon here. Thank you for listening to Parenting Our Future, which is in the top 0.5% of all podcasts worldwide. Before we dive into this episode, I want to invite you to join my membership site, The Parent Toolbox. You can join this membership for free. It's at www.parent-toolbox.com. And this is the companion site to my show, Parenting Our Future. In the Parent Toolbox, you will find game-changing tools and resources from both myself and my guest experts who are among some of the top minds in the parenting space. There are over 100 resources to help you navigate screen time, co-parenting, meltdown, teenagers, and so much more. Join today at www.parent-toolbox.com. Now back to the show. Hi, it's Robin McMahon here. Welcome to another episode of Parenting Our Future. I got to just let you in on a little secret. The episode that you're about to listen to or you're about to watch is so good. I love the guests that I have. And these ladies that you're about to hear from are absolutely phenomenal. And they are doing some amazing work. I really want you to listen and really hear what they have to say because they have the ability to change the trajectory of so many lives and really the lives of adolescent girls. But what they're teaching are universal truths. And I am just so excited to bring you people like this to this platform, this podcast, because I believe so deeply in the work that they're doing. So let me tell you a little bit about them. And then we're just going to cut to the episode where we just start talking. So Katie, Becky, and Allie are three moms who know what it's like to raise a family with a total of 17 children between them. They're also successful businesswomen and co-founders of I Believe in Me, an online mentoring program for tween girls. The program focuses on strengthening and protecting girls in today's uncertain and often destructive social climate. With backgrounds in business, health, and beauty, Katie, Becky, and Allie are the perfect combination of skills to mentor girls during this critical time in their lives. Katie is the CEO of Singer's Company, which has been building confidence in little girls through singing and dancing for over 30 years. Becky is a fitness trainer and habits coach who empowers women of all ages with systems and strategies to organize their lives. Allie is a Allie is a beauty business owner who's passionate about helping girls and women look and feel confident. Their unique mentoring program, I Believe in Me, promotes self-motivation and resilience through a garden-themed approach. They guide girls as they cultivate their garden of life. And we just talk all about that metaphor and those themes. It really brings it together in such a great way. I love it. They have a program that is tested called Row and Share. It's a living pattern that teaches life schools and habits to protect against the rapid decline of mental health and happiness in tween girls ages 10 to 13. Katie, Becky, and Allie believe in strong minds and strong hearts in strong girls can change the world. And I got to tell you, I really believe it too with what they're teaching and what they're doing. They are change makers, and I am so excited to bring you to their work and introduce you to them. So let's get to the episode. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome back to another episode of Parenting Our Future and talk about parenting our future. I've got three amazing women on today 
who are parenting 17 pieces of the future. That's right. I've got Katie, Becky, and Allie, and they have a mentoring program for adolescent girls that is called I Believe in Me. It promotes self motivation and resilience through garden themed approach, which is really cool. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, and they really guide girls through uh, their cultivating their garden of life. So we are going to talk about all this stuff. So if you've got, if moms, if you've got daughters, you want to hear this, but look, we all need to hear this. Even if we've got boys, I know that, you know, I've got nieces, I've got, you know, lots of girls that are adolescents in my life too, even though I don't have girls. So this really is for everybody. So welcome Katie, Becky, and Allie. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I asked them uh, when we first started if they were willing to have a fourth, but because uh, I, I would like to. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. We ladies. would love that. Oh my gosh. That's okay. Awesome. So, so as three moms, so how did this all start? Were you guys all friends before or like what brought you together and that what made you start this mentoring program together? Um, I'll, I'll take that one. Um, this is Katie here. Uh, I had a company and Becky was really involved in that company as well. Allie a little bit too. It was for elementary age girls. It's called singers company. And it was all about strengthening their confidence and the tools. Um, it's a different business model. It's a franchise for women. And it, the tools that we used were singing and dancing and performing to help these girls know that their voice mattered as these girls grew up. And parents began to trust the brand more and more, and they loved it. And the result of confidence that that brought, they kept asking, are you going to do something for middle school? Or do you know, because they're so strong, these girls, and then you send them off to the middle school and it's like the den of wolves, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I knew it couldn't be the same approach, the same program, because I knew that this age, being a mom of three girls myself, I, and even three teen, you know, boys going from elementary to teen, they need something different. They need like, they need life coaching. They need, they need help, mm. like tools that go, can, they can comprehend of how to set good habits and not just habits for a new phase of life, but habits for their life. And they're so mold, they're a little bit more moldable at this age. So anyway, that's how it came to be. And I gathered, I don't know, I, Becky's always, you'll, you'll learn she's a powerhouse mom mm -hmm. and Allie is a bundle of fun. And to combine all of that, um, for this, for these girls, to, just to be their cheerleader and to be a, a major backup support for parents. And I think too, moms needed cheerleaders in this age group. Like we yeah. we're also here to echo what moms are trying to teach their kids. Like it takes a village, especially in this world today. And we need as many good, positive voices coming at these kids because there's so much of the opposite. So I feel like we we saw these parents, you know, coming to Katie, asking for just kind of some guidance some support, people asking us advice on like, you know, how are you raising your kids? Like, what are you teaching them? Please write a book or please start a program or, and I believe in me came to be. So we're here to support the moms. We're here to support the girls. Um, whatever mm -hmm. we can do to combat the negative voices yeah. that they're experiencing. Yeah. You know, um, 
it's, it's, it's one of those things where it, it is, it is a tough go for girls out there. And, uh, and I just want to say thank you for, for recognizing that and, and helping them. And, and look, I, I was telling you earlier that I was just watching the news this morning and they were talking about the, uh, overwhelming number of girls that go to the emergency department because they are suicidal and uh it's thankfully it's dropped but that is a is a real like eye opener and it's a cry for help and our girls need it and our girls are so much more susceptible to social media pressures and all that happens there you know our boys you know, I don't, I don't say anything as, uh, as exactly black and white, but we see our boys a lot on gaming and we see our girls a lot on social media and it does create a lot of, it creates a lot of, um, comparison and depression and all of that stuff. And isolation, the isolation that yes, well, it's heartbreaking. Isolation is so dangerous. So, um, so I wonder, Ali, if maybe you can talk about uh, what you guys talk about are the four C's in life. Like, how do you create? Uh, well, you t- you say it. I, I don't okay. want to steal the thunder. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. You're great. Okay, so we have in one of our episodes we teach the girls about the four C's, and it's don't compare, don't yeah. complain, don't criticize, and don't compete. And I feel like if those, if those are things that girls can really get a handle on, then a lot of their life would be much easier. I think as moms, if we can also do that ourselves, oh my gosh, then (laughs) if we set that example that we're not competing or criticizing ourselves, criticism, self-criticism, especially with the pressures of social media right now are, are massive. And if our girls and our teens and our, and our boys can see that we live by those things, then we're, then they're much more up to follow our example. And, and really as, as moms, it's, we set the tone, you know, of our home. I think of our communities, of our schools, of society itself. If we can like learn how to do that, then we're, we're much more, we can teach. And, um, but those are like so crucial. And I repeat those, those things to myself on the daily, like, okay, if I'm at a store and I'm trying something on, or if I'm on social media, or I realize I didn't get invited to a friend's birthday party, you know, even as a 40 year old, I'm like, yeah, okay, no, no, no. We good. We good. I don't need to do (laughs) those things to fulfill my own bucket or to be happy. Mm. I can create my own happiness Mm. by not doing those things. And isn't it amazing that you are providing a platform for these girls where they don't have to wait till they're 40 years old, right? Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. As we record these episodes, I'm like, I wish I would have known this. Yes. No I wish. And I can pick out certain circumstances and situations as a middle schooler, as a young girl in high school, yeah. where I'm like, oh, I wish I would have not done X, Y, or Z. So... And Robin, the way we describe it to these girls, like you mentioned earlier, is through a garden theme and it helps them process it and it helps it stick in their brain. And it's so applicable to boys and moms. So you think about these girls with their garden of life. And the first thing they need to know is like, don't compare, which when you think about a garden, we're all so different. Mm. Flowers are so different. And when you put all those flowers together with their differences, that's what makes the world beautiful. If we were all daisies, 
that wouldn't it look mm-hmm. pretty but it'd be you, you understand like the di- standing next like so my family so it's the same with moms and their families and their households like it's our own little garden in our home and I'm going to, my garden's going to look different than your garden. And so get a, get that comparison away because that takes energy and thought from me doing my best in my garden. If I'm worried about her garden, her household over there, like <laughs> yeah. I'm distracted. And I think distraction is one of the, it's the greatest mm. killer of growing. And, and if you, if you're not growing, your confidence is slipping. And so those four C's, create the biggest distractions mentally and our focus is lost. So that's why, yes, no to the four C's, yes to the growth. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and, and doesn't it, it's so, okay. I love this so much. I, <laughs> I love it so much. So I'm just thinking about something. There is a, there is something that I read um, about empathy and I think it's Titch not Han uh, who, who wrote it. And he basically is saying and about a garden, if your garden doesn't grow, you don't put it down. You don't criticize it. No, you go and you cultivate the soil. You, you nourish it. Yes. You nourish it, right? Yes. And so if your garden looks different than mine, how come? Maybe your soil is different. Maybe it gets more yes. sunlight, right? So all of that stuff, right? So that your garden can grow too, but growing differently because comparison is the thief of joy, right? So I love that sort of that's where you start with. And, and then what you do is soil checks. Okay. So Becky, what are soil checks? Yes. Soil checks. Soil checks are one of our favorite tools that we teach and share at the very beginning of the program. And our soil is made up of our mind and our heart. So we teach that together, that's your soil. Those are the nutrients that you're going to plant those seeds in to help grow. And it's they're eternal truths. What we put, what we put into our minds and what we let our hearts be filled with are going to help us grow or wilt. Right. So the soil checks, it's a system that we, we use in our lives that we can be in a situation and we can self monitor and be like, okay, how are my heart and my mind feeling right now? Like, let's do a soil check. So you would ask yourself two questions. Is this appropriate for me, my age and my garden? Mm. And how is my mind and my heart, how are they feeling right now? Mm. And then based on how that answer comes back to you, you need to make a decision. Do you get off that social media page? Like, are you feeling icky right now? Is this like, do you feel worse when you're getting off of that phone? Then you're doing a soil check and you need to realize I'm going to pull that weed out of my garden. This is not Mm. helping me grow. Right. Or like if these kids are in a social situation where they start to feel uncomfortable and they're realizing I shouldn't be here or this doesn't feel right. Or if girls are gossiping and it just like there's so many situations that will come up in life, especially as these kids start to go out into the world, into school and sports and extracurricular activities and parties with friends that they need a system of self-monitoring. And it's the mind and the heart that is your soil. And that is where the nutrients that we need to like, make sure that we put great things into our heads. Right. Mm -hmm. So positive mindsets, like, you know, learning how to control the mind, the power of the mind is huge. Research Mm -hmm. has shown over and over the mantras, the positive thinking, the, you know, all of that. And then with our hearts, same thing. It's like, we've got to be able to check in to be like, how do I feel? It's my personal garden. I'm going to do my own soil check and make sure that it's healthy because soil 
right? There's all different kinds of soils. You can have the rocky soil, the sandy soil, the, yeah. and we want nutrients. We want nutrients in our soil. So soil checks are, it's just like elementary tool to use all throughout the program, all throughout our lives in our home. What's the soil checks in our homes? Like how's, how's the soil doing in our home as a mom, you know? I know on days when I'm tired, my soil is rocky and <laughs> not very good. And right? pretty. Well, and you know not what pretty. I love? What I love about this is in a way it depersonalizes it because if you can compare it to nature, you know, our trees don't stay or garden doesn't stay in bloom all year. There are periods of rest, right? There are periods of regrowth, right? Exactly. And you tend the garden as well. And look, as our kids get older, the stakes get higher. So having this type of mental toughness or resilience that we're teaching our, our girls, our kids, right. Only makes them better for life. And again, I, I wish I had been taught this as a, as a, as, as a young woman, and I can only imagine what that would have meant for my career, for my business, for all of those disempowering things that I did, whether they're beliefs or, or actions like people pleasing, or, you know, those kinds mm-hmm. of things, like right. it's right. so great right. to not have that. Um, so I, I really, I really do love that. Um, you know, so Katie, when you talk about the grow and share living pattern, what, what is that? Oh, that is the, that is the meat of our garden. <laughs> oh. Like that is, that is what, builds confidence and that resilience. And that is the focus of, I believe in me. And even in, as a mom, like when you are growing and sharing, and when I think of sharing as a mom, I'm thinking of really first and foremost, serving my kids, you know, like every morning, like I'm, I'm up, I'm providing for their needs and helping them get out the door, hopefully in a very positive way. But that that's me sharing, you know, that when I think about me as a mom or those conversations I have with my kid, putting away the things, you know, the household things or whatever, or the business stuff, when I recognize my kid needs to talk, you know? And Mm. so, um, for these girls, it's the same time type of thing in their little world. So we, we tell these girls, every girl has you, you are a girl with gifts to grow and share and meaning you're unique. You're that flower. You're, you're this shape. You're this color. You have this fragrance. You're that you grow this tall. You're that is everything that makes you beautiful and unique. And this world needs you. This world needs that. It needs your strengths. It even needs some of your weaknesses so that you can grow and for you to recognize, but find those talents that you like that makes you, you, and then grow them and cultivate them with the purpose of sharing. Not to, you know, like you think about the isolation, that is exactly the opposite. Sharing is exactly getting these girls to look outside themselves. If they're good at babysitting and good with children, start a little babysitting business. You know, if they are, if they love being outside, plant a garden and then even share that, share, make some, some food from that garden and share it with someone. If you're good at doodling and lettering and calligraphy, write someone a beautiful note, like your teacher, share that. And in that Mm. sharing, think about that. We all know that when we do things like that for a child, for family members, even in business for other people as a neighbor, we feel good. Those feelings Mm. that it, it's, it's sprinkling the fertilizer. It's sharing those seeds of ourselves Mm. to help the world grow 
in a more positive way. And you've, that's why we, I love what you're about, about um, parenting the future. That's it. All these girls growing their own talents and then sharing them. That's our future. And if it's full of beauty and sunshine, I mean, and again, taking it back to the, the quote that you had about, it takes work in a garden and you can't just be able to share your talents without putting in the hard work with your shovel, your gloves on digging in that dirt. A plant might grow. Like one of your talents might not grow the way it wants to. All right, try something new or work harder and find and learn more from a, from an expert. You know, like it, whatever you, anything worthwhile takes the most effort. Mm-hmm. And it's worth every part of the effort. So the grow part of that is a lot of that is work for these girls for, as moms. Grow really means work, putting in that work. And then the fruit is the sharing. And then the confidence comes as moms, as girls, as boys. So that is, I just, I love it. And by the way, sharing and giving back is scientifically proven. To yes, 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 totally. It's amazing. It's amazing because even when even when our kids are having a bad day or something's going wrong, if we can focus not on, you know, if they take the focus away from the their problems and go serve someone else, go share their light with someone else, they're automatically lifted and elevated. And it's to share, not to, you know, say, oh, I'm awesome, I'm good, but to share their talents in a way to make somebody else's life better that day. And then it's an automatic, you know, it, comes right back to you. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful principle. I also think oh, oh the world offers so much in destruction right now. Mm. And I feel like when we're growing, we're building something. Mm. And when you're busy building, only like positive things are going to come. And um instead of the four C's which can destroy and make you wilt, mm-hmm. you know, that growing and sharing is the action and work that that brings happiness, like you said. Well, and, and also what, what you focus on grows, right? You focus on the weeds, they'll grow. You focus on the flowers and the garden, it will grow. And so here's, here's the thing. So I want to say too, you've, you've each really mentioned mantras and mindset. And and so you have a beautiful gift for the parent toolbox for us, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, But I wanted to talk about what happens when a child is in crisis because there are going to be girls in your program who, uh, and moms who are struggling. And, and I wonder if, you know, you've experienced any struggles, if you have walked through some struggles with these girls and, and, you know, first and foremost, I I do want to say it is, there's no doubt in my mind that having these, these, uh, soil checks and, and, you know, weeding your garden and all of that will absolutely create resilience. But I do wonder, you know, how, how do you teach the moms to address it? And also the, the, the girls to address adversity because it will happen. It's life, right? We've got worms and butterflies. We do. And I'll take the, I'll take that first because I know we've each individually and our families have experienced that in our communities but I'll just briefly say when, when hard times come, um, when these worms come in our garden, as you're, as you're digging and cultivating your garden, all of a sudden a worm pops up. That is our, th- those are our trials. Those are our struggles. Um, what I've found and what we're teaching these, these girls is to validate their emotions, validate that this is, 
this is so hard. I am so sorry you're going through this. And it's okay to have these feelings of um, sadness and um, just when hard things come, it's okay to feel that. And then we, and then we start them back with routines. One of our mantras is routines are the roots. And we say, we get back doing the little things because those are the easiest things. And when we have routines um, and we're, and maybe we do become depressed because of a big trial or tragedy that happens in our lives, when we can wake up and make our bed and brush our teeth and get dressed, those are our morning routines. Then our day can start to be better because we're, we're, confident in, in getting those little tiny tasks done. Mm -hmm. So we kind of start them. We, we validate them. We validate the feelings and, and we know that they're not going to last forever. And Mm -hmm. then we start to put in the work and we start with routines, the basic, the things that they don't really have to think about to kind of get them going. Um, I know right now my, my nine-year-old son is dealing with self-confidence and he's a he's a very happy go lucky kid and and I come back to all of these things that we're teaching the girls to use in my own family yeah. so, and you know and I I I tell we talk about why he's feeling those ways and it's it's in his sport it's in baseball he thinks everyone's better than him and and all the things and then his mind you know just like tumbles right like a snowball mm-hmm. so we start with the little things we start to okay let's get some let's get some good sleep. Let's start with those routines. Let's get up in the morning. Let's have a good breakfast. So you feel good about yourself and you're not groggy and you're not tired and you're not cranky because that will tailspin him into thinking that he can't perform at school or on the baseball field or whatever. Um, so that's kind of what we, I was literally talking to him about this two days ago. So that's one that's on my mind right now is, is helping him work through these feelings of doubt in himself mm-hmm. and self-confidence and, and just know that he is individual and everyone's going to be different and we're going to work as hard as we can on the things that you need to. So you feel like you're going to be a better baseball player and then it will progressively, you know, get better and better as he, as he puts in the work. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, it's, you're, you're so speaking my language because (laughs) um, like validating is huge. Like, Yeah. yeah, that hurts. That's sad. It is. It's okay to feel right. It's okay to feel that way. Oh, you should feel that way. That was hard. You know, that's a hard thing that happened or that's a hard thing that's happening. You should feel sad and low. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but then what? That's kind of our question. I believe in me. So here's the worm, something unexpected that happened in your life. That's throwing you for a loop. It's a comment from a friend. It's your family has to move. It's a divorce. Your parents aren't getting along. It's stuff. Some things that are uncontrollable, some things that you can control, but it's a worm. What are you going to fill? And you think about a garden. Okay. What do worms do in the garden? They aerate the soil so that things can grow better. So you need worms. We all have worms (laughs) as moms. (laughs) We need those trials. We need those hardships so we can we, so that our garden can get stronger. We know how to get through those situations. We can help others around us get through similar situations. We can be a light and a, and a, and lift others. And so it's all part of life. Like, I love how you always say it's not about being perfect. Mm. Worms make everyone, we're imperfect because we right. all have worms. <laughs> but yeah. we get to choose yeah. what we fill 
those wormhole yes. is it is it going to be light and we're going to get back to our routines and keep moving or is it going to be darkness and we're going to give up and fall victim right. to the four C's and and gonna, also gonna, oh and i say also teaching the children those the kids and ourselves that those worms like Katie said make us stronger in the end when you get to the end of this it's going to be okay it's like singing the Kelly Clarkson song, right? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> we we learn, when we learn from the hardships, that's when we grow. That's when you repair yourself. You become, you know, more resilient. Like I can do this. The confidence comes back in. You know, it's it's the lull in the, the mountains. It's, it's gonna happen. But if we can have that mindset of, I got this, I, I can do this. You know, I can get through hard things. It's not okay right now but someday it will be. But what you're doing is you're showing that even the hard stuff has a gift, right? Yes. Even the oh, hard yes. stuff is important. I mean, I know that's what you're saying. And also I'm going to cut to uh, this, just talking about the worms that we all have as moms. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. The highlight. That's we're gonna name the episode that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, we, love we, worms. Love, we love worms. We love worms. <laughs> Yes. So as we are recording this, um, we it's, it's Mother's Day coming up in a couple of days. Now, this is going to go out after Mother's Day. Uh, but I mean, let's be honest, we need to celebrate moms, not just all the time. Yes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so what are some of the things that we need to do to nurture self-motivation and, and resilience? Um, and or have we already talked about that? Like what, you know, when we get into sort of like the soil, the nitty gritty of it, what, what are some of the actions that, that you recommend we take as moms? I feel like as a mom, I think all of your viewers would agree it is hard work. And like you mentioned earlier, the more work we put into something, that's when you see things grow. And sometimes, a lot of times as moms, your work goes unnoticed or unappreciated or it feels yeah. that way. I think for me... What makes me most resilient is I, the why behind why I do what I do for my family. Mm. I'm not doing it for, even though a hug and a kiss and a thank you would be nice, I'm not doing it for that. So if that doesn't come because my son is run, racing out the door, he's frustrated because he's late, you know, and I'm handing him his breakfast as he's running out the door, if he is gives me a grumpy whatever, that's not to me. I know it's because he botched his routine that morning, <laughs> you know, but, I, but, but that I was like that egg sandwich that he takes with him says love all over it and says work that mom put in for him. And I don't need, not that I want to teach them to say thank you, which we do, but you know what of I mean? Course. Like the motivation of the why. And so I can say like, motherhood is work and my confidence in motherhood comes with how much work I'm willing to put in and the, and, and what does that work look like for me? I obviously run companies. And so I'm juggling like business work and mom work all the time, but I have my, I call it the magic morning. When I wake up in the morning, I'm not a CEO. Well, I'm a CEO of my household, but I'm a mom first. And that means I do mom things first, the throw in a load of laundry, get breakfast going. You know, I exercise because of my, uh, for mentally, because if I'm not exercising, <laughs> my men, my mind is gone. You know what I mean? It gets yeah. weaker. So I have to be strong. So I have energy and I can focus on my family. So my little routine in the morning 
It is. It's what's it's routines are the roots. It keeps me stable. It keeps my home stable and it's work. I don't want to get up at five every morning, but I know if I'm going to have a stable household and create that stability for my kids to grow, I have to, I have to, or I lose it mentally. What I really like what you said is that you have identified your why. And therefore that means even if you have gotten up at five and you've done all the things for your family and you get a grunt instead of a, I love you, mom, that you're not taking that personally. That is a tremendous amount of strength that that takes because it's not about you anyway, but to know that and to embody that I think is a really important lesson. It's not about you. Right. And all that is, is feedback. Like maybe there's something going on with your kid, but if we make it about us, then we miss the opportunity to address what's really going on with our kid. If there is something, maybe he's just tired. Right. Oh, right. I, got, I got a grunt right. from my, one of my middle schoolers. He's 20 now. I got a grunt every day. He rode his bike off to middle school every <laughs> day. Yeah. Every day, his home, like two, two of the three years I got a grunt, but I knew it wasn't to me. I knew he, you know, I monitored him and like, he was great, but but it didn't stop me. It never stopped me from not waking up because I knew that he knew that I loved him because of the sacrifice of my morning. And I didn't view it as, oh, I'm so amazing. I'm doing this for you. It's the why, like you said, because I love that kid and I don't want him to ever not be able to fall back on what I'm willing to do for him and that I was there every morning. So that's what works for me work, the work of motherhood, because it's work. <laughs> it, 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 it absolutely is work. And can I just say, imagine what the world would look like if every single child grew up knowing in their heart of hearts that they were valued and valuable, yes. that they were worthy oh of giving and receiving love, that they knew that there was always somebody that had their back and those somebodies are their parents, no matter what, if they've screwed up, done something bad or naughty, or they got in trouble or they, you know, they, they, they did something they weren't supposed to, whatever it is. And we were just there to say, Hey, you know what? We're going to work this out together. We're going to do this together. I got you. And I don't love what yep. you did. We all make mistakes, right. but I still love you. Right. But I love you and yeah. nothing will ever yeah. change that. And I yeah. think what you're saying, Katie, too, is that like, it's radical acceptance. Like, I don't have to love it. I don't have to like, like it that, look, my kid grunts at me. That's not my favorite. <laughs> and I know, like, I'm confident <laughs> enough in myself that I have done what I need to do to raise this kid to be an amazing person. First of all, this isn't personal. And, and I think we know, right? We know whether we've done the things that, that we, I don't want to say should, want, that we want to do to raise our kids in a way that if they're going through those teen years, which really do mean that we have to parent them slightly differently, right? We, we really change our roles in these adolescent years to not just teaching, but guiding and mentoring, right? But right. Also, also radically accepting that they're going through some stuff too. And we're not their top priority to please, right? Their friends right. are more important. Different things are more important, right? So yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's a tough, that like parenting will break your heart. 
right? And that's oh, it's it's to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's the hardest. I think helping them, but helping in those moments, like I mean, I got a grunt every morning, but to help them identify their why, like and the why behind why you want to run your household a certain way, you know, the thing, the like as you're guiding your child. That's the discussion when they have a bad behavior or something that affects everyone. He wasn't just grunting at me. He was grunting at all his siblings too. You know what I mean? And so, mm. so to be able to like, not in the moment, get mad and yell, just let him right. get on his way. He's got his breakfast. You did everything you could. You go start your day. He usually would come back obviously way better. Mornings were hard for him, yeah. but to be able to chat about it again later and to say like, okay, buddy, like it's hard on everyone when you like you know, and I, sometimes I would even say like, I, what if I was grumpy like that in the morning? What if I was like, yeah, I'm not making you breakfast. Nope. Ugh. You know, and right. like, like, like what, like, uh, what if I help? did that? Yes. And, and let him answer. Like, what if I did that? What if I was grumpy and grunting at you every morning to everyone? And, and I wait for like, you know, just like, so the why behind it. And, and I can report that, that, that this, he grew up, he's 20 years old. And he's phenomenal. He is temporary, but he was hard. It was temporary. Yes. And it was, but it was hard. He was one of my hardest emotionally and how it affected the entire family. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think that, you know, it's hard when you're in the moment, right? You don't know, you you really can't see the forest for the trees. You know, uh, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know, like, are you going to be like this forever? Uh, and, and, what I always say is, look, everything is temporary. It's temporary. They're just going through some stuff. And all we can do is just be there, you know, to be that safe place for them to be grouchy sometimes and, and then to help them through it. Right. So, um, here's one thing that happens a lot though. Girls can be pretty mean to each other. So if you've got some girls and Becky, I want to go to you for this one. If you've got girls that are in this program and they are not comparing, not complaining, not criticizing and not competing. And that's wonderful. But then they've got some mean girls who don't have the gift of these lessons. How do you look? I think those, all those four C's are really going to help them, but you know, right. Your feelings get hurt. People can be mean. How do you deal with the mean right. stuff? Well, we, we teach these girls that everybody has their own agency to make their choices on, you know, how they're going to act in life, in school, in their families, and they can only control themselves. Like they are the master gardener of their garden and they can control what they let into their garden or not. And so we teach them the three strikes you're out principle. If, if they're having a situation with a certain friend or a certain friend group. And if there's a repeated feeling there where it's, it's definitely um, negative or critical or mean to where they're feeling like they're wilting their, their confidence Mm -hmm. is being changed. Their self image is being affected. It's hurting them. Then they need to be aware enough, do those soil checks to realize that, Hey, you know, this has happened to me one too many times with Chloe and I'm going to put more boundaries between me and Chloe. It's the healthy thing to do. Not that Chloe's a bad person, you know, good for Chloe. She can go live in her own little garden, but I'm not going to let her come through my gate as often. 
And mm-hmm. so awesome. we just, we just try to help these girls learn because it's going to happen throughout the rest of your life that people might not be nice to you. And, you know, the first time, the second time, it's okay. Like you forgive, you, you move on. But if it's happening, if it's happening over and over and it's definitely affecting you at an elementary level of who you are, then it's time to say, you know what? I control my garden gate and I wish, you know, wish you all the best, but you're not for me. Right. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's, that's so wise to really, yeah. To really teach kids about that. I think that's great. And also a 40 year old woman as well. I'll just, well, yeah. (laughs) Well, and the same thing all the time. Well, and we see it on social media too. I mean, we see, you know, followers make comments on posts, which is ridiculous that they would never make in real life. I mean, that gives an an anonymity, right. Or texting or whatever. And people need to realize, guess what? If you make a comment on my page, you're out. Yeah. Three strikes, not even three strikes. I mean, we just, you know, I, time for that. No, it, no. Mm-hmm. Who's got you time just for that? That's what yes, you just did one of our main mantras. Yeah. We don't have time for that. We don't have like, time for that. Yeah. In your garden, it. you don't have time for that. And we say like, yes. if something gets thrown at you, like we call it um, dirt. So like a bad comment or a bit, something says like, so we personally are striving for no dirt days. It's pretty impossible, but we try every day. We try. Yeah. Yes. But if dirt gets thrown on you, you choose how long it stays. How long do you feel sorry for yourself and feel down? Is it four hours? Is it four days? Is it four weeks? We say four seconds. You don't have time for that. You don't have time for that in your garden because it's going to start to make you wilt. And uh, 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 I decide like how this garden is growing, just empowering these girls that the power is in them and don't let anyone carry your happiness. You are in charge of your happiness and the sunshine. Yeah, I you got it. it. I feel it all. You're one of it. Yeah. All. She, she got it. She got it. You go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm auditioning to be the fourth. Um, <laughs> okay. So, okay. I'm going to ask one last question. And Ali, if I can ask this to you, look, yeah. one of the biggest things that I know our, our adolescents, our teens struggle with is fitting in, especially girls, right? Like it is, it can be really tough out there. So how do we talk to them about fitting in with out them doing those people pleasing or, you know, buying friends or like, I, I, I did yes. that. I wanted to fit in so bad. I felt like a fish out of water a, a lot yep. growing up. I, I don't think I really, it's not about me, but I, you know, I, I can, I just want to say, I can identify with it so right. much. And so what, what do you guys do? What do you say? We, I think from the get go, we have to teach them and we teach these girls, we teach our kids as moms that you have your own beauty and you don't need to conform to anybody else. Mm. And that is their opinion of what they think is cool or cute or pretty or whatever. And you be confident in who you are and you don't need to change for anyone. Mm. And, and it's hard. It is, it is something that you'll go through as a middle schooler, as a high schooler, you want to fit in, you want to be, be invited to the parties. You want to be invited to this. You the birthday parties, you know, or, or the trips or things, even as moms. And, and then we teach them, okay, so you didn't get invited to Susie's 12th birthday party. Why don't you go get a couple of girls on your own? Why don't you guys go have a movie night? We give them alternatives and other things. So they're not sitting at home, sad in their room, listening to sad music, crying because they didn't get invited to Susie's party because 
I think we've all done that, right? I have hundred percent. I have. Right. So, so we teach them, okay, that's okay. You don't have to be invited. And I think it's that so important for moms. You don't have to be invited to every park day or to every dinner thing or lunch date. You go make your own, you create, you work and you do, you make your own. And, and that will give them a sense of confidence. And then all of a sudden they're having a movie night with their three other girls who didn't get invited to that, to Susie's birthday party. And then they forget about all that sadness then being maybe being left out because they're having their own fun and they're creating moments of their own without relying on somebody else's decisions to make or actions to make them happy. If they can, if they can learn and it's work, it's, they've, it's something over and over again. If yeah. they can realize that it's not up to somebody else to make them happy or um, to make them feel good or bad about they're in charge of that. It is, mm-hmm. it is their um, response responsibility as the master gardener to know what comes in and out of that garden, how they're, and how that makes them feel. And make sure on your little movie night with your three friends that you're not talking about everyone at Susie's party yes. or else right. you fall into the trap of, you know, so like you have to know how to steer yourself in happy sunlight for your garden and don't <laughs> let those shadows come in. Don't let that, right. you know, and don't right. create those shadows. So yes, that's <laughs> awesome. It's, we yeah, love that, these that girls. Is- definitely a life lesson. And what you guys talk about, you know, in everything that you've said so far is really universal truths, right? Uh, And that just carries you from this moment, all the way through your life. Uh, That it's just phenomenal. I absolutely love your program. I believe in me. So where, where people find you? How do they be a part of your program? Like, what, like, tell us all the things. (laughs) Tell us all the things. Is you can head to, um, if you go to bloomfully.com, you're going to see, um, singers camping at the younger group, but I believe in me is there. So click on, I believe in me. And then it gives you all the information of how the program works. It's a membership program. So girls will have their own private login. It's very safe. Um, all the videos are right on their private little site. So they're not going to be getting any outside sources suggesting anything. So they go in, and they watch episodes, like they can watch these little episodes, um, planting the seeds every week, which talk about a lot about what we just taught. We have a soil checks. We've got the be the sunshine. We've got the worms and butterflies, like all of that meat of backup for parents, all the things you want them to hear of how to yes. cope with life and start out their life in middle school. And in this age, that's what we're doing. We're backing you up parents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then it has, there's a l- couple other little sections, but that's the main part. Um, and so yeah, bloomfully.com click, I believe in me. And then you can learn all about how it works and the different membership options. And you can message in if you have questions, but we love these girls. We're there for them. We're there for any moms. I mean, we, but we are just, we want this world is brighter because of the light and the gifts that these girls have and, and share. And we want to be their big cheerleaders and help parents help them. Right. And such beautiful metaphors in everything that you're talking about, every different shape, size, and color. I mean, what a beautiful message. I absolutely love it. And um, Becky, can you can you just talk about the, um, so what, what we've got in the parent toolbox. So you've got to join the parent toolbox, everybody, because there are free resources from amazing guests like you guys. And 
it's completely free and it's updated every week. And so this week, what you're getting is a printable PDF of a daily routine builder, which we, yes. which we talked about being a foundation and a go back to when things go off, um, with gratitude prompts and mantras. Yes. So can you talk so- about Yes, we we are so excited to be able to offer these to your listeners and to these girls to help them establish that routine. Even though, you know, people might think, "Oh, I well, I don't I don't have a morning routine." But you actually do. Everybody has a routine. And the only way that you can improve upon that routine is kind of tracking it and writing it down. So we really do believe in getting out a piece of paper, writing down your routine and then plugging in parts that would make that routine you know, stronger and, you know, better focused on what you want to accomplish, the kind of person you want to grow to be. Let's make that routine full of things that make sense so that you can be who you want to be on a daily basis. Like let's focus down on the daily, everything we do. And then our mantra cards are meant for these girls to cut up and put on the mirror, put next to the toilet, put mm-hmm. in your car, like in your, in your lockers at school, in your locker. yes, on the fridge, anywhere. Because when you see something and you read that and it comes into your mind, that is one of the mindset tools to help nourish that soil. Right. So that right. can help you like get back on track. Like if you're having a, but having a bad day and you see that little reminder, no comparing, no competing, no complaining and no criticizing, you know, or I can grow and share, or I'm a hard worker. I'm a strong girl. I got this. Any of those little tiny moments of reading that card will replace a negative thought, right? We can't just say, oh, I'm not going to be thinking negative thoughts. We've got to replace them with something positive. So those cards will just hopefully bring in a little bit of that positive, you know, drops of water into their brain. Well, and really what you're doing is programming their subconscious mind. So, which is driving the bus most of the time and creating exactly. those pathways yes. so that when that stuff, when, when stuff happens, you default to the positive yes, right. programmed versus the negative, which our brain, our brains are tilted towards the negative. Unfortunately, right. we can exactly. reprogram that too. all science, science, <laughs> all yes, science is. scientifically proven. Yes. And so you guys but know that and that's huge. It, it takes practice though, right? It takes practice. So that's why on the daily basis, your routine, your, all of these things, just to focus down on the small, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be big. We want to start with the basics, just positive doings and positive thinking, right? Well, think about, think about when you've done your routine in the morning as a personally, as a mom person, and then your kids have done their routines, your house is happier. Your house is more peaceful. Routines are huge. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, and you think, what, make your bed? Something goes Sounds bad in your life and go, go, go make your bed. And it's like, no, but really it keeps mm-hmm. you moving. Like if, you know, you come back to a made bed, you still have that sense of, okay, I got this. It's, oh, it's a time and a season. This, you know, things come right. and go, this is going to get better, but we're going to keep moving forward. And one of our favorite mantras is turn worry into work. So when you're worried about something, when you're worried about, you know, like turn worry into work. So all of these are, so I'm like, I want to go print out that PDF and put it all over my house. I'm looking at the cutest one right now that says there's no such thing as failure. Try, try and try some more. And it's all smart. Yes. Yes. That was a fun episode. (laughs) Super cute. They're super cute. Did you want to add something, uh, Becky? Oh, I was just going to say an important thing too, with those routines is to, as you are accomplishing those routines to tell yourself, 
I'm awesome. Look at me. I made my bed. I'm the kind of person that makes my bed in the morning. Look at me. I'm the kind of person that brushes my teeth. Look at me. I'm the kind of person that I, I finished my homework and it's in my backpack. So those little tiny habits that you're creating and those routines, you've got to self-congratulate. You've got to, mm-hmm. you know, tell yourself, look at me. I am doing a great job. I've got this because mm-hmm. that again, creates the neural pathways to want to do it tomorrow, to want mm-hmm. to do it. the next, And, and when the hard times come, you know, you can feel good about yourself on a, a very basic level just to do mm-hmm. these things. And you know what? I had a really hard day yesterday, but look, my room is clean. I'm awesome. Okay. Right. So we and celebrate that's one of the cards that I got this. I got oh. this. I got this. Like this should just be, you should just hold it all day long. I got this. I got this. I love it. And we all need it. We all yes. need no. those. Well, and yes. especially as moms, we need yes. that self. Yes. We need to be our own little children. Be like, you know what, you guys, it's not perfect, but guess what? It's better. It's better than it was. Progress. I'm making progress. I'm a good mom. I got this. You know, yeah. it's like there's no such thing as perfection, but we can grow in motherhood. We can share our love. We can share our talents and just keep trying. Try, try some more. Right. Yes. And I love, what, more. I love what you said, Robin, about how just remembering that our brain just scientifically, like we do an episode about Dr. Amen about automatic oh. negative thoughts. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, take the load off to like, just, it's not you. It's just the way the brain works. So when that comparison yes. comes in and that negative thought comes in, you just wash it away with the yep. water in your garden and keep growing, keep going, yep. keep growing. Yeah. Yes. You don't need to take that thought. It's just a thought. It's not fast. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not true. Go. Yeah. And yeah. it's automatic. It's not you. It's just what happens it in human happens. brains. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I, I mean, <laughs> For, for we haven't even been we've been talking for about an hour total and i can't imagine how more sparkly and enthusiastic <laughs> my life would be having you guys in my life every so week sweet. so if that's any indication of how good your program is you guys are incredible you are you, you are fun and funny and i believe in me on facebook at i believe in me girls on instagram right.com slash i believe in me parent toolbox for these awesome the uh, mantras and daily routines. And yeah, you really are grounded in routines. I love that. And and plus you get a boost of accomplishment and intrinsic motivation when you do those little things that are simple, like yes. brushing your teeth, making your bed. It does feel good to go back into a room that's clean and orderly and all that stuff, right? Because it means our mind is clear as well. Everything you guys have talked about is so <laughs> Wonderful. You are a gift to this world, ladies. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. I hope everybody loves this conversation as much as I have. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So welcome. Well, thank Thank you, you. Robin. We appreciate coming on and and just sharing this space with you. It's it's all about these women and these girls, you know. And we love, I love thinking about your your listeners, about the true magic that's growing this world into a better place are the mothers and we yep. all know it we all feel it yep. it's it's yeah. in our hearts it's in our soil when you have the soil of a mother you have a special nur- nutrients that that can understand and see a little bit more of what the world offers versus what a mother can offer and 
I just think of these. I'm like, go moms, go. We Keep got growing. this. Keep we going. got this. We this can do it. Better because of you. We need you more than ever. Moms yeah. unite. Like, yes. Okay. That's why we, that's why everybody needs to follow you guys too. Everybody needs oh. yes. as like, we need to get a dose of this every single day. It's yes. We would love it. But and it's we contagious. Love it's so contagious. It like, is. I want to do good. You want to do good. We're all going to do good. And then, and then all the problems in the world stop. Yeah. <laughs> we well, do. Worms can't go away forever. We need a little bit of worms. But That's anyway, true. <laughs> but I just love yes. these yes, moms. Moms are magic. Moms are magic, and we need them more than ever. Strong moms. And we yep. need to stop doubting ourselves as moms. Yes, let's say we yes. believe in moms. We believe in me. We believe in moms. Yeah, we. Right? Yes, we do. We love you guys. And and moms have to believe in themselves. So it's like that's why it's just like we just want to. We want to back up the moms. We want to help the moms. Yes. Moms, you got this. You have the power. got this. And if you can't, if you can't feel it, like I feel it. I feel what you're (laughs) saying. And we can't even get off this episode because we're just Let's keep going. (laughs) Thank you again. You guys are amazing. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and